Hello and welcome to ACS Chemical Biology's podcast for February 2013. I'm Jay Suarez, Managing Editor for the Journal. I encourage you to stop by our ACS Chemical Biology community site on the ACS Network by visiting www.acscbcommunity.com. The current issue of ACS Chemical Biology comprises 22 articles, including a review by Iranthi Weeraparna about the diverse functional roles of reactive cysteines. In addition, we have a wonderful manuscript by Wenxie Liu, who describes a way to incorporate non-canonical amino acids into proteins. I have Wenxie here on the phone to tell us more about the article. Hello, Wenxie. Hi, Jirish. So to start off with, why is pyrolysol tRNA, tRNA synthetase pair, so appealing to incorporate diverse non-canonical amino acids into proteins? So pyrolysol tRNA synthetase has a very large hydrophobic substrate binding pocket. This pocket is so big it can accommodate many different kinds of lysine derivatives, which have hydrophobic tails. Okay, so you use this tRNA-tRNA synthetase pair to incorporate a variety of phenylalanine derivatives. How did you do that? When we originally worked on engineering of this enzyme, we noticed structurally this enzyme is highly homologous to phenylalanine-tRNA synthetase. So then we started to evolve this enzyme back to be phenylalanine-tRNA synthetase, and we did it successfully. After that, we realized we could also evolve this enzyme to target phenylalanine derivative. And then we work on the power out of phenylalanine first, and then we discover multiple clones which can take power out of phenylalanine. So we published this paper in molecular bar system. So after that, we did a sequence alignment of all the mutants we discovered, and we saw one thing. So one side, that is asparagine 346, is always mutated to be alanine or serine. And then we realized maybe we can just do a rational design and change this side to be alanine to make the enzyme to accommodate different kinds of phenylalanine. We did it successfully, and this actually resulted in two papers, one in JAX, one in ACS Chemical Biology. Some great papers there. And what's the significance, though, of your current paper in ACS Chemical Biology over the several recent reports that we see using the same methodology to incorporate non-canonical amino acids? So right now, there are quite several groups working on non-canonical amino acid incorporation. Those include Peter Shaw's group, Jason Chin group, and my group. Originally, we always use the uh, evolution way to identify mutant enzyme which can take non-canonical amino acid. And this always requires several weeks of work to discover one mutant just for a single non-canonical amino acid. Right now, we show actually we don't have to do evolution anymore. We just do the rational design and then make a mutant enzyme which accommodate more than 30 different kinds of amino acids. So we have synthesized many different kinds of phenylalanine derivative, which can taken by this single enzyme we reported in the ACS chemical biology. That sounds really cool. Would this mutant pair then work in mammalian cells? Yeah, this is an interesting question. We try mammalian cell. Actually, the pair works really well. We also try to push this one to other eukaryotic cells too, like in yeast. In mammalian cells, we do notice a very little background, but actually all the non-colonic amino acids we shoot in the ACS chemical biology work really well. They give a really high incorporation level in mammalian cells. That's wonderful to hear, and I hope those subsequent papers come our way too. Thanks for joining us, Wenxie. Thank you. To learn more about our authors of the manuscripts in the current issue, please see the Introducing Our Authors section on the web. This month, we feature five young scientists, Magnus Alfie, 
Zizu Fung, Yevgeny Israeliot, Paul Nielsen, and Ashok Behere. Read this section and get a younger chemical biologist's perspective on their research. We continue to describe chembioglossary terms on the air. This month's key phrase is metabolomics, which is the study of all chemical metabolites in a cell, tissues, or organs that are end products of cellular processes. Metabolic profiling in this way provides a chemical fingerprint of the physiological status of cells. For more information on metabolomics, please refer to the manuscript by Frank Schroeder in the current issue. That's it for this month's show. Join us again next month for more ACS Chemical Biology highlights and interviews with our authors. To learn more about the journal, please visit us at pubs.acs.org forward slash journal forward slash ACBCCT. Thanks to all of you for listening.